actually. I, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Well, that's the craziest part, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd, I'd probably kind of come in the forehead. everybody, Jerry here with KafaruCast, reminding you to head on over to SheepFeedOutdoors.com and use our code KAFARU20 at checkout. Save yourself 20% off your next purchase of sheep feet. Sale runs to July 30th, so hurry up and get your order in before then. Now here's Aaron with the podcast. What's up, everybody? It is 9 o'clock, and it is Saturday night. My wife is sleeping, so I will not be overly loud. Um, I'm at the house still. Uh, buildings just getting finished up. Um, I wanted today to go over or finish up the release review. I had tried to do this a couple times, but kept thinking of different things that I kind of left out or whatever. And so uh, tonight I'm going to do the f- full meal deal. Um, I'm on here solo. And before I get kicked off too much, the one thing that I really want people to, I guess, you know, think about is there's no really. Um, right or wrong way to operate a release other than it needs to be consistent. Uh, consistency is king. And there's been people in the history of archery that have proven that Tom Crow comes to mind, shot an extremely long draw, um, and, uh, extremely heavy poundage, uh, for tournaments and, and hunting very accurate, did it very well. Um, you know, there's people worry about shooting a hinge, uh, hunting or a hinge with a click. I I've hunted with a hinge with a click for years. Uh, Levi Morgan, there guys like that do it. Um, but you know, you, you want to make sure what you're using is consistent and accurate for you, whether that be a thumb button, a hinge or is it resistance or a wrist rocket, whatever. And the one thing I would say is don't, um, maybe try to emulate someone. I got caught up doing that, you know, 15, 20 years ago, trying to do something that someone else was doing, thinking I could make it work for me. And I, it, it, it didn't pan out for me. Um, I, I like everyone shot a wrist rocket, uh, originally, um, not everyone, but most people and got a little bit of target panic from that and then went to a hinge and pretty much stuck with that. And I have enough mental control now where I can, shoot a hinge or a wrist rocket or a thumb button, um, just about doing anything and not have too many problems. Um, as of late, obviously I've been testing out a lot more different stuff, mostly cause you know, I've been shooting a recurve and I want to find out what's going to work best for me. Um, and just testing stuff out cause people ask me to do it. So, um, you know, whether you're, you know, going to shoot a hinge or a thumb button, wrist rocket, whatever for tournaments and hunting, shoot what's comfortable for you and that you're accurate with and just try, you know, maintain good mental control and good shot execution. The one thing I will say before I get going is I am not a big fan and would not suggest hunting with a resistance type release, whether that be a Carter evolution or a Stan uh, perfects or the new Stan Onyx or what, you know, whatever they are great for training. Um, not horrible for tournaments, but, um, hunting, you know, those things fire off a, you know, when you let the thumb button go, there's a certain amount more pressure that it takes for it to fire. Um, the problem with hunting is when you're all jacked up on Mountain Dew, you may be adding more pressure than you're used to. And the moment you take the thumb button off, you're going to fire it off in the buckwheat, um, and not hit the animal. I've seen that happen, um, on more than one occasion. So keep that in mind, not something I suggest. It's kind of a, a trainer. Now, mm. I'm going to kind of 
break this out in uh, the different types of release. So I'm releases. So I'm going to go over hinges first because I've shot those the most and really prefer those. Some of the pros and cons of each, you know, certain things to think about. Um, and then, you know, obviously wrist rockets, thumb buttons, and, uh, you know, the, the tension type releases. Keep in mind, you know, I don't have any world championships. Yep, I've won some tournaments, you know, local and uh, things like that. But, you know, I'm focused more on hunting and have some fun shooting, you know, uh, tournaments. And so, you know, I, I, I definitely... I have a tournament bow. I, I want them to be accurate. But when I give these uh, recommendations, you know, I'm catering more to hunting on these recommendations and a little bit of tournament stuff. But there's far better people than I, uh, you know, to talk to about different uh, tournament type releases. Obviously, accuracy is king no matter who you're talking to. But, um, you know, to keep that in mind as well. So uh, hinges first, which, again, is my favorite. Um I sh I've shot hinges for a long, long time. Really recommend them. Um, you know, you do want to get a coach, learn how to operate them, um, you know, before you get going. But uh, as far as my, my favorite uh, hinge release right now, um, and it's, the thing's just amazing. It's a B3 Infinity Pro. It's brass. Um, there's some different uh, uh, options that you come with it where you can uh, change the third finger positioning. and But it just, this, the standard way it comes as far as hand, uh, where how it fits my hand is unbelievable. Um, it has uh, different, um, I guess you could say the different uh, cams or whatever, where you can take them out to where you have uh, easy click or a harder click as far as like for hunting or, or where it goes off super easy for tournaments, um, no click or whatever. So, uh, and then it's got a kind of a positive negative screw in it as far as pivoting that cam uh, to make it go off easier or harder. Um, pretty easy adjustment um, as far as that goes. There's, there's several different ways to do that. Carter came out with a, I think it was Carter two moon design. Um, that can be a little bit of a problem, um, getting that thing to go off. Uh, they actually have a Carter two moon back tension that I've used, which is a great release, but good Lord, it was adjust to tough to adjust those two moons. Um, but the B3 infinity pro is definitely my favorite. Mm, probably what I'm going to shoot tournaments with next year. Um, and I'll hunt with it some as well. Um, the B3 Ranger is the next one. That's a little more simplistic release. Um, it's got the older style, uh, you know, back in the day stand type of a, a half moon cam click system on it. Um, it's kind of a one and done. You don't have a lot of options as far as if the click's rough, it's rough. It's, it's smooth, it's smooth. It's got a wrist strap on it. So you can use rather than your hand to draw back, you can take some of that stress off your hand and use that wrist strap. Um, that's a good option for you know, for hunting. Um, one thing I would say, and I kind of skipped over this in the beginning, if you're going to hunt with a handheld release, I would strongly suggest getting some type of a, a chalk bag. Piranha makes them. There's a bunch of them for climbing that's quiet and use that and just have it on your belt at all times. So you don't lose your release. That goes for any type of release. The same thing I use, um, you know, when I'm hunting, uh, that I use for tournaments. It's just like a chalk bag. Uh, Bender made me one for the belt we have and the quiver we have. Uh, but you can get a bunch of those. You can get smaller, larger ones. Um, and then there's there's also some you can buy that are specifically for tournaments. They're just loud, so that's where the chalk bag's a little bit handier. So anyway, the B3 Ranger, it's got a wrist strap on it. Mm, 
a little bit easier to draw back can be a little bit rough to get it to go off because of that click can be very loud um one thing as far as the click goes you know i can shoot them with or without a click i have never ever ever had an issue killing an animal with that click um, it's extremely quiet. Um, I did have an elk stop once when it clicked, but it actually helped because I shot it right when it stopped, but something else to keep in mind. So that B3 Ranger um, is a good one. Uh, the Stan Onyx, which is a newer version or a newer model from Stan, um, my experience with that has not been great. Their customer service, um, things missing out of the package from stuff I've read online and um, not what people I think were expecting with it. There's been some problems. I've only shot it a few times as far as shooting. It didn't have an issue, but I have seen a lot of negative things with parts uh, missing, things like that. But it is very comfortable in the hand and it does feel the same way as the Onyx uh, um, a thumb button release as well as the resistance release. But not something I would suggest, but I did use it. It was comfortable, but until they get their crap together, had some other issues with Stan on a wrist rocket I'll go into later, but not, not going to be my first choice until they get their crap figured out. Uh, mm. uh, the True Ball Sweet Spot. This is a really, really good release for people that are just getting into shooting a hinge because it has a safety. Um, a little bit hard to get. Uh, I think they started out... 2001 maybe was when that patent they patented that um basically it works like a normal hinge when you but when you draw back um it is impossible to get it to go off you get to your anchor you click a little um kind of a thumb release and that locks the head into place and so you can't punch yourself and you can set them up extremely hot uh you know as hand, hand you know as far as it fitting the hand fits my hand great mm. i got my wife a couple of them i've shot them you know, back in the day quite a bit. I wouldn't be afraid to hunt with them now. The one thing hunting with a, a sweet spot, I guess it's a pro or whatever they call it, um, is that you need to really, if you are hunting, if you release that safety, um, it is loud. So you really have to be careful with that. That's really the only negative side, and that is a release that's really good for, for beginners. So that's a good one as well. Um, the Ultra View the ultra view i tried the the initial one and the ultra view too uh fits my hand well the adjustments a little bit tedious and you cannot get it to fire hot um initially it kind of reminded me who who you know who designed it nothing against them but that maybe they designed it off of um maybe somebody that had just gotten into archery and needed a you know when i say hot meaning it fires fast um I have spent the last 25 years drawing back with my index finger, touching my thumb with the release, a hinge release kind of forward. Um, I had to relearn that to get the ultra view to go off. You almost, you know, you, you can draw it back, which isn't a negative thing necessarily without your hand being or your pinker, pinky finger being forward, if that makes sense. Um, it takes a little bit for it to go off. Um, and to get it to set up super, super hot is very, very, very difficult. It's almost impossible for, well, I wouldn't say almost, it is impossible for me to get that thing to go off as hot or click as hot as I would like it. Um, so that's a negative side to that, especially if you're shaking like a, you know, cat shit and peach seeds and you can't get the thing to go off initially and then trying to get it to adjust it and match and everything. If you've got two or three different ones, you want to get them to kind of match 
it can be tedious. So not my first pick, not a horrible uh, hinge. I, I by far would choose the Infinity Pro over that UltraView. It's also extremely expensive. Um, a lot of releases are. I don't know the bang for the buck is worth it. I know a lot of people they have a cult-like following. A lot of people like it. I didn't dislike it. Um, but it, I could not get it as hot as I would have preferred, but I did shoot good with it. I eventually got used to it being a little bit colder or slow than, than I'm used to. So not a, again, not a bad release, but not, not my first choice for those reasons. Uh, the Scott Ascent, uh, that's a really good release. I actually shot that really well. I gave, um, I had a couple of them. I gave them to Dan Columns. He's going to be shooting a compound. So that Ascent release adjustability is a little tedious, very comfortable in the hand, very clean. Um, so not a bad one at all. Uh, the Carter Two Moons, that did not fit my hand at all. Uh, nothing to do, you know, not Carter's fault, but that um, you need to have big hands, it seems like, for make that thing go off. Um, so not my first choice, but you have good hands or big hands. That's not a horrible idea. Um, now that I covered that Carter Two Moons, um, the thing that uh, you need to think about on some of these is if you're going to try to bounce back and forth from a hinge to a wrist rocket or whatever, you need the neck or the throat or the, the length of where it's coming through your finger on a hinge specifically between your index and your middle finger. If that's longer or shorter, you may hit left or right compared to how you shoot a thumb or where you impact with a thumb. Um, and it may make your draw length longer or shorter. In the case of the two moons, which I kind of waited to the end to talk about this, it is extremely short. So you could squeak out a little extra draw length. Um, the UltraView, a little bit longer. The Infinity Pro is happy medium. B3 Ranger is the same way. Uh, the Sweet Spot's a little bit shorter. So if you need to eke out a little bit of draw length, that may be something you want to think about because you can get a little bit more draw length if you shoot a shorter shank or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, that can also become problematic with your anchor um, if you're used to shooting a certain type of release. So don't just hop on and order one with a shorter neck in hopes to eke out some draw length because it may affect your how the string crosses your face or the comfort of your anchor point or whatever. But it is something to think about if you're getting ready to order some a thumb button and a hinge and get them to match or something. So food for thought, I guess. Mm. Those are the primary ones I've shot, um, you know, as of late and, uh, you know, and a re I guess somewhat not so recent past. Um, again, get comfortable with it. Watch some videos. Practice close up till you're comfortable with it. You're probably going to have a few arrows to Jesus with the uh, the old hinge. But uh, once you learn to control it correctly, it's, it's, a, it's a great option. I hunt with it. It's not a big deal. Um, so wrist rockets. When I say a wrist rocket, index finger release. Um, I personally do not like to shoot these things super hot. I want to be able to, I've done videos you can watch on Kafaru Cast or whatever. I like to dig uh, pretty deep and, and get that uh, trigger on my second knuckle. I believe Tim Gillingham, he kind of fires on the end of his finger. He's a little bit of an anomaly. For the most part, you watch somebody like Jack Wallace or some of the other um Michael Braden, you know, they're digging into that thing super deep, and that's that's what I prefer, and have it a little bit stiffer rather than super, super hot. Um, not always the case, but you generally, from what I've seen, if somebody's shooting a release super hot, they probably have target panic a little bit, and you can argue about this back and forth all day. Um, you know, Tim, Tim would probably argue against me on this, or he would. If you don't have target panic and you're shooting fine and you shoot your release extremely hot, great. 
if you're starting to shoot a release, an index finger release, or trying to get a handle on some target panic, a little bit stiffer, in my opinion, is better. Um, so having said that, uh, the first one I want to talk about is the Stan Extinction. This was a release I shot really well. Um, the problem is I had three of these things fail on me. Um, I got a couple from Rocky Mountain Specialty Gear, and I got one from Lancaster. When I say fail, I had people message me a few times when I first got it that they were having issues with it. And I was like, man, they must be drawn at a crazy angle because the hook is different than, uh, you know, standard where most releases, when you hook it up, you're bringing the hook towards you to the D loop where the extinction was away. And I thought maybe they were drawn back funny. Well, without a doubt, I had three of them fail um, where I would draw back just a hair and it would fire. Um you know, shit happens. I wasn't overly concerned with that. My my biggest problem is when I called Stan, and I called as an average Joe, not that I'm not an average Joe, but I didn't mention my name or any big dickin' or anything like that. I just wanted to see how they handled it. And I was very, very surprised I didn't even get, and I'm sorry. It was kind of weird, um, especially me dealing with customer service and Kafaro and everything else was... Um, they said to blow it off with canned air, see if that fit worked. If it was in a year, they might warranty it, but they don't make them anymore. So I would have to wait two more months to get one if they did warranty it. And basically told me to piss off at that point. They didn't say piss off, but it literally was one of those deals. Like if I had a guy that bought three backpacks and had three shoulders ripped off and I said, well, we don't make that pack anymore. You're gonna have to wait a couple months and uh, I might warranty it. I don't handle things that way. If I had a guy had three shoulder straps rip off, we'd give him three brand new backpacks of his choice. I didn't feel I was asking for really too much or anything. I literally was just trying to see what they would do. I got these at cost, you know, through Rocky Mountain, Lancaster. I paid normal price. Um, you know, I just figured they would say, hey, man, we're really sorry about that, whatever. I didn't get anything. So a big no-go on the Stan Extinction, and it's kind of turned me off from even talking about Stan because I know they make very good handheld release. It just irritated me. You know, I was out the money. But if, you know, if I was a guy that saved up the money, tight budget, got that release, especially because I was shooting and I feel like a dick now because somebody bought one of those and now they're having issues and Stan doesn't warranty it. It looks bad on me too. And I had talked that release up. So I was super pissed off about that or at least frustrated and they didn't do anything uh, again. So Stan extinction, big no go um, and a big no go towards Stan on that. It really, really was frustrating. I didn't act like it on the phone. You know, I licked my wounds. Well, they're not going to do anything. And maybe in two months, if you know, I jumped through 17 hoops, I might maybe, you know, get something. And, you know, I'm sure people lie all the time. I get that. But I was very forthcoming on how much I shoot and, you know, the poundage and what happened. And they didn't really give a shit. So, you know, piss off to stand on that one. I, I think that's a bad deal and really, really frustrating. And I gave them every opportunity in the world. Um, you know, there wasn't any yelling or anything like that. I was very polite, very calm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm kind of out of luck then. And the guy was like, yeah, sorry about that. And that was it. So uh, big no-go on that. Uh, so as far as, like with the hinge, my, my absolute favorite was the B3 Infinity Pro with a wrist rocket. Uh, the Stan Extinction um, and the B3 Hawk were my two favorites. The reason why I have two is I believe the B3 Hawk is a little bit better for hunting. Loads up easier, uh, reloads easier, um, you know, and, and, uh, and honey, and it cannot, you can't get gunk in there and have it fail. Um, 
I don't think it's quite as crisp, I guess you would say, as the Carter-like mic, which is another of my favorites. Um, but very accurate, very durable, really bomb-proof. Um, I think the Carter-like mic is a little bit better as far as a little crisper. Um, it is a pain in the butt to reload in pressure situations um, until you get used to it. And I've also had some problems with Carters in the past, uh, loading up with dust and gunk inside and locking up. Now, I love the like mic release. I would shoot it at tournaments. I would hunt it, hunt it with it in, in uh, different conditions. But I would definitely have at least one backup with me. Where with the B3 Hawk, I know I don't need any backup other than if I lose it. That thing has been, I beat the crap out of those things. And they just keep ticking. So keep those in mind. Another thing, I never shoot a straight shank or a hard shank release i always use a uh, basically the the strap or the um the, a wrist strap i never confusing myself here i always use a buckle strap on my wrist i never use velcro and i never use a straight shank coming off that wrist strap um it's always just the nylon webbing i feel that's more consistent less issues with maybe uh, oscillation of the string whatever you want to call it now if you're shooting a straight shank and you're shooting well don't listen to me this is just me um, so all of these releases that I tried as far as, uh, wrist rockets are the exact same buckle, um, going around my wrist and then a, uh, webbing nylon webbing going to the, the head of the release. So B3 Hawk Carter, like Mike B3 Hawk for hunting bomb proof, not quite as crisp as the Carter, like Mike, but very easy to reload Carter, like Mike's a little bit more of a pain in the butt. Um, and there has been some problems with some of the Carters, the like mics specifically for me locked up 10 years ago on me. This one may not do it, but something to think about, or at least research on the internet, see if it's happened to other people. Uh, the Carter RX one and quickie plus were another two great releases, a little more bomb proof, um, and, and great releases. Um, you know, it, again, each, each one of these may be a little bit better for your anchor you know some of the releases that have a trigger really farther far forward um, are a little bit awkward it's hard to get your finger wrapped around if you want a really deep curve um, the quickie and the uh, rx1 aren't that uh, no issue with that as well as the uh, the carter like mic um, the b3 hawk is a little bit farther forward for me so i had to goof around with it to get a comfortable anchor uh, so something to think about um, the last one I wanted to talk about was the backstrap from knock on or John Dudley. I feel that that release, if you shoot, um, index finger release, that release is a great training tool and you should have one. What you shouldn't do with it is hunt with it. Cause you will probably get it to lock up. Um, they're very, it's very problematic with those things. They can get gunk in them and they'll misfire. Well, as I say that. I also think that everyone should have one if you're going to shoot a wrist rocket to just practice with because it is very good uh, as far as execute, shot execution and form. So some things to think about. Now, I've shot tons of Scots. I've shot tons of B3s, Carters, um, True Balls. Um, there was a new True Ball I tried, but I don't have enough time with it yet. I think it's called the Execution. Um and that, that thing has been awesome, but I don't have enough time behind it, but Trueball. But Trueball has like a short and sweet. I mean, there's a bunch of different releases out there. The thing that you really want to look at is how easy does it reload? Is it comfortable when you go to full anchor and full draw, you know, line yourself up for alignment-wise, your peep, everything like that? 
is that comfortable for you or are you reinventing the wheel to make it comfortable um and again durability that's another big one so um i'll get my my two favorites carter like mike and the b3 hawk probably wouldn't hunt with the like mike so much um that hawk is just bomb proof um and then the um other carters are great as well and trueball makes great uh wrist strap releases too i just haven't used them as much and then that back strap is great for training i would not bring it out in the field it will be problematic so a few things to think about with that i've done um, some videos how i like to execute uh index finger release you know digging real deep and firing on that second knuckle you can learn more about that on kafaru cast youtube or the kafaru youtube pages now, as far as thumb button goes, thumb buttons go, I haven't been shooting those for 20 years like a lot of guys. I, I've shot them off and on, but you know, over the last probably three or four months, I've started to use one a little bit more. Shot the best of the best tournament with one, and you know, I'm probably not the best person in the world to talk about these. I'll be, I admit that right up front. But I know how to operate one, and I, I obviously do know what makes a good release, and and so on and so forth. But. Um, uh, so for me, um, the, my very favorite, uh, and there was two of them, the um, B3 Omega uh, Pro, which is a brass thumb button, and the knock to it from Dudley. Um, the big thing I would say for hunting where the knock to it kind of destroys the B3 is when you go to um, click or engage it um, to get it ready to fire, the knock to it closes on its own around your D-loop with the b3 while it is very very good release you when you click it to engage it the the button on the bottom you have to close it manually and it is a bit problematic when you are shitting your pants in 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 panicking so keep that in mind i would say um, the knock to it uh release which is made by carter i would say that maybe the knock to it isn't as i wouldn't say it's it's better I would say Dudley is much better at um, <clears throat> quality control. I don't know if the parts are new or different, and it just fires a little bit cleaner um, than the uh, Carters out of the box normally. It seems to be a little crisper, but the the the, the releases themselves, um, the QC from Dudley is amazing. Now, when you look at firing a thumb button release, the farther away that you that that um, you could say the throat or whatever, the farther away that is from your hand or the pivoting point, the farther away that is, I have come to find is less accurate. The one thing that's nice with the knock to it or that Omega is it's closer to your hand. So again, draw length, you're not like lengthening out your draw length, but it also seems to be a bit more accurate. Um, so a couple things to think about. So I'd say either one of those are going to be fine for tournaments. I'm shooting both of them now. Really like them both. Um, I get a little more draw length out of the knock to it. Still consistent. And it, it for hunting, the knock to it is, is a better option because it closes itself when you engage it or cock it. Where when you cock the Omega, you have to close it manually. So something to think about, but both of those are options. Uh, both of those are great options and definitely my, my top two um, of the thumb button releases. Um, so the next one to it is the new Stan Onyx. I don't want to be a total asshole to Stan, even though I already told my story on that. The Onyx thumb button release is extremely clean. Stan makes a great thumb button release. It is very comfortable in your hand. There's multiple different sizes. You can set it up extremely hot. Um, so that that is a great option, that Onyx. Now, if you have to warranty it, 
God help you. I don't know how that would end up, but that Onyx is, is very, very comfortable. Um, after that, um, there is the uh, Trueball Fulcrum. I guess it's the Flex. I've shot that quite a bit, um, and I, I really do like that release. The only problem right now um, is uh, you're, I don't know that you could even get one um, if you wanted one. That's the, the thing. They're, they are very difficult to get right now. There's a million different ways to Sunday to adjust that thing. Um, it, it, uh, you can, um, oh, you know what? I was calling it the Fulcrum Flex. <laughs> sorry. It's the Abyss, uh, is the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry about that. The True Ball Abyss. Um, and that's kind of, um, a, a, uh, I guess you could say a, um, hybrid release. Uh, when you, when you have the, the, it in your hand, it looks, I don't know, like something from the the future. I think Jesse Broadwater. It's a signature release from him. From him, but you can shoot it as a thumb trigger, um, or like a pull through tension release. That release is very comfortable. Um, I like it in my hand. I shot it as a thumb button, not as a tension release. So that's a good one from from Trueball. Um, the other one that uh, you know that I was just talking about from Trueball. Um, that, that, that fulcrum flex is another great option. Now, again, these are extremely, I don't want to say impossible to get, but, um, I, I don't know that there's any, in fact, I'm looking it up right now to see if you can even purchase one on Lancaster. Um, uh, give me one second here. I should have looked at this ahead of time. Good Lord. There's all kinds of thumb buttons on Lancaster. Let's see. So here we go. The Abyss Flex release. And looks like you can get the Abyss Flex. That release is another really, really good good one. There's a ton of adjustability in that. Um, you know, I've never had an issue with them. They Trueball makes an unbelievable release. You can adjust, like I said, adjust that thing a million days, ways to Sunday. That is a release that I would definitely hunt with right now, without a doubt. Um, you know, the biggest thing would be, you know, can you, can you get them? They load really fast. Um, you know, uh, when I say load, um, the way that you, you don't have to cock it around the D loop, um, like you do some of the other releases, it's an open hook, which is, you know, super, super handy. Um, you know, so things to think about as far as that goes. Um, and then there's also the true ball fulcrum flex. So, um, very confusing, I guess the fulcrum flex, um, is also another unbelievable release. Um, this is kind of all in the same category those three as far as there's a thumb hole that your index finger goes through um but that fulcrum um flex is more of a um back tension type of release so it's uh, when i say more of a back tension type release it's a hinge release but it, they fit like the abyss so something to think about as far as that goes i left that out earlier that fulcrum um to go into the uh the hinge category but that fulcrum and the abyss they hit basically the same so if you're going to shoot a thumb button and a hinge so those three releases are all good i'd hunt with them anytime definitely at the top of my list they're, they're you know i wouldn't have any issue with them so i babbled on enough about those um 
The next one's a Carter Easy. Um, and anything from Carter is always good. Carter is a great company and they make a pile of different thumb releases, you know, to that you can choose from as far as what fits your hand the best, so on and so forth. Um, you know, and, and for the most part, all of the Carters work fairly well as far as um, um, a hunting or a tournament release. They're not overly problematic, but some of them, some of them are a little bit more than others. So make sure you check on that, uh, you know, before you go too, too crazy on the, uh, uh, the ordering of anything. So as far as the tension releases or resistance release, whatever you want to call it, again, uh, John Dudley makes a great one. Uh, the Stand Perfects is a good one. Um, I don't, um, I don't have enough info on all of these. I haven't shot a ton of them. Carter Evolution. I don't know if I mentioned that already. Uh, I would not hunt with these. If you want to use one to train, that's a good, you know, that's a great idea. As far as the one Dudley has, which I think is the Silverback or the, the Evolution, the Perfects, the Onyx and whoever makes them just use them for training um maybe tournaments i would not hunt with them and i know i've said that many times um so to kind of circle back with all this this you know relatively short podcast um when you go to when let's you know i get the message a ton when i do q and a's or in general trying to switch from uh, index finger release what should i get that is a very difficult question for me to ask but i would say that if you are shooting an index finger release and you're shooting it really well. And when I say really well, you're not dropping any out. You're not missing the target. You're staying within your efficiency. Meaning if you're holding the size of a softball at 50 and you're hitting the size of a softball, you're good. If you're holding the size of a softball, relatively speaking, and you wing one out a foot and a half occasionally, or even six, eight inches out, you probably got some issues with maybe a little bit of target panic or, you know, whatever shot anticipation. So I would say to go to a hinge first. And if you don't want to hunt with that hinge, grab a thumb button that hits in the same spot as a hinge, train with the hinge, grab the thumb button. Now, a lot of guys can just shoot whatever they want and have no issues. So if you're one of those guys, you don't have shot anticipation or anything like that going on. Shoot what you anchor with and are most comfortable with, meaning draw back up, downhill, grab what you're most comfortable with. You know, when I was just babbling on about like the true balls where you have the abyss and the fulcrum flex and all those, you want to, um, if you're going to go back and forth between the two, make sure they hit relatively close to the same. Now, if you hit a little left or right with one, I don't personally really worry about that because I mark my sight. Um, so back in the day when I would occasionally, you know, if I hunted with, if I had to go to an index finger release, let's say it was high wind or something like that, I would have a mark for where the point of impact was on like Donkey Kong with the wrist rocket. And I would just have an Allen loosen it up, dial it over there, throw on my wrist rocket release. No problem. Now it can affect tuning. In my case didn't didn't matter i was good um it was just like four inches left at, at 20 dial it over and i was good to go with an index finger compared to a hinge so something to think about um i don't have too much more than that i've done a bunch of videos there's a ton of info out there and there's much better shooters than me that do you know informational shot videos um i would not follow a unicorn though i i think tim gillingham is one of the greatest archers in the world but um, I don't know that starting off shooting an index finger release, the hottest you can possibly get it with the tip of your finger is a good idea to start with. 
Um, I would really look at somebody like a Michael Braden or a Jack Wallace at first. And if it comes down to where the end of that finger works best, great. But, but I would say wrapping your finger around it, getting the trigger, that second knuckle on your index finger is a better way to start. Um, and then kind of write your own book from there. So, um, again, I'm going to go through these real quick. As far as a hinge, the B3 Infinity Pro, the brass one, um, is definitely my favorite hinge by, um, by a long shot really that ranger is a good one um that sweet spot's great for uh you know beginners ultra views not bad not my first choice second third or fourth actually it was a little bit hard for me to get to go off but that infinity pro is awesome uh wrist rockets uh big irritation for the stand extinction um the b3 hawk and the carter like mike unbelievable releases um you know, something to think about again as far as durability if sand and, and stuff gets in there if you're hunting in the out east or you're in a lot of grime or mud or whatever and it locks up you're kind of screwed so that's why i mentioned that hawk's probably the best bet um thumb releases the omega-3 unbelievable the knock to it another great option uh and again I think Dudley's nothing wrong with Carter. Obviously, they make amazing releases, but I would say Dudley has a little bit better QC going out the door. So um, when we get this posted, if anybody has any questions, um, fire them my way. Um, if I can't answer it or I don't feel comfortable with maybe a question you got or some issues you're having, I can definitely direct you to somebody that um, is you know in a better place than I am. Uh, again, I'm more focused on hunting and like to shoot some tournaments. Next year, I am going to shoot all the... Uh, the ASA so we'll see if I get my ass kicked or not um firing whatever release I choose so either way hopefully this was somewhat hopeful uh you know to people listening in and uh if anybody has anything to add a release they really like definitely throw that up and don't be afraid to teach people or throw it out there for something to think about and if I've said something stupid by all means I you guys are very good at that correct me but hopefully this helps and uh yeah hopefully everybody has a good night appreciate you listening